This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We'll get back to all our conversation about Michael Bennett, how he fits the Eagles, and what's next. Which domino is next to fall in this offseason that, of course, uh, begins as Super Bowl champions. Right now, though, we have to go out to the sports call at the guest line. Bring on our guest from the News Tribune out in Seattle covered Michael Bennett last year for the Seahawks, and he joins us now. His name is Greg Bell. Greg, how are you tonight? I'm well, a little busy, but I'm well. How are you, Joe? I'm doing well, I can imagine. Yeah, kind of a whirlwind day and maybe even more big stuff coming uh, for you on your beat out there in Seattle. Greg, take us through the day when when you heard the news, and I guess Michael Bennett started putting some stuff up on social media that made you think, oh, yeah, this is a real thing. Um, How did you find out, and what did you make of initially – your first reaction, what the Seahawks got back, and Bennett here to Philadelphia. Well, my, my first reaction from a football standpoint is the rich got richer in the Eagles' case. They got a pass rusher who had eight and a half sacks and 24 quarterback kicks while playing through three injuries last year. He had a torn plantar fascia. He has a big toe that the last three seasons has been basically sideways, and he's gotten injections for it. And then he had a bruised knee in the Eagles game in early December out here that he played the final game four games through. It didn't really surprise me. The first wins I got were were some uh, reports from his camp and people around Bennett saying that he thinks he's on the move. He told me December 31st, right after the Seahawks season finale, first season in six years without a playoff berth, he said, I'm probably not going to be back. This team's going to get younger. I'm not going to be a part of it. Some of the math, though, for the Seahawks suggested he would be back. Yes, he's 32, but they only saved $2.2 million against their cap by trading or cutting him. And he still has football left in him, obviously, by his last year's third consecutive season in the Pro Bowl. I mean, there's only two guys in the NFL who have had more quarterback hits the last five years, and that's J.J. Watt and Carlos Dunlap. He's, Bennett's had more hits than even Vaughn Miller has, the Super Bowl 50 MVP for the Broncos. So there's no football left in him. I, the Seahawks, though, are obviously transitioning. And this, in their minds, is a case of getting rid of a player one year early rather than a one year too late, something the New England Patriots have done to maintain their AFC dynasty. Uh, it still came, though, as a surprise. He has a, a huge factor in the community here, a polarizing figure nationally, obviously. But I think you're going to welcome a very outspoken and real person to speak to, and also someone who is absolutely still productive on the field, especially when he gets inside in specialized situations on third down. He's just too fast for a lot of the centers and guards in this league. Greg, you're painting a picture I think a lot of our listeners are are excited to hear. And it seemed like, just from what we've heard today a little bit, Chris Maragos, who played out in Seattle for a, a good period of time now, been here for a while, he talked today about how good of a teammate and how good of a guy Michael Bennett is. What did you observe in that realm? Bennett with his teammates? Because the Eagles, one of the things that spurred them to where they were this year was they had great, great chemistry, and they really loved to be around each other and play with each other. How do you think Bennett will fit in there, and do you think the guys here will like being around him, not just the player he is? Well, he's a huge personality. 
So it's not as though he's going to take a back seat. I know they're the Super Bowl champions, and they have a lot of guys in that locker room who are of their own right. But he is a huge personality, and he's going to bring a lot of attention. He's going to bring his social causes into that locker room. I would be interested to see, and I'm assuming he will continue his taking seat during national anthems to protest what he says, mistreatment of minorities and the need for police reform in our country. I think that's part of the package you get with Michael Bennett. And a lot of people out here, season ticket holders, some older fans, some people maybe even in the Seahawks organization, tired of that last year. I can tell you that Pete Carroll did not. He, in fact, promoted and if not enabled it. He, Carroll, was fully behind Michael Bennett leading the Seahawks to stay in the locker room at a late September game in Tennessee, to not go out at all a day or two after President Trump said what he said about what he thought about NFL players protesting. And the Seahawks culture in their locker room fostered that and outspokenness and activism and Bennett flourished in that. He wasn't always like this and he's had testy times with the media out here, myself included after games. He's very emotional. Uh, he, he defends his teammates. He shouts across the locker room sometimes to reporters. I've had run-ins with him like that, but I respect the man for what he stands for. I uh, don't always agree with how he stands for it or not stands in some cases. But he is definitely a genuine guy, and I think the, Seahawks, the Eagles locker room will appreciate that. The veterans will especially appreciate how real he is. And let's face it, he's accomplished enough now and had enough money made in this league, including $17.5 million on that extension the Eagles are inheriting that he got in 2016 from the Seahawks. He's had enough that he can speak his mind and not really care what people think about him. Yeah, it certainly seems that way, that he's very confident in who he is and who he wants to be. And it seems like those around him uh, are okay with that. And I, I think you're probably right. It'll probably fit in here and be that kind of guy once again. Greg Bell of the News Tribune from out in Seattle talking to us right here on WIP about Michael Bennett, what he brings to Philadelphia Eagles. Now, last year, Greg, I saw that he played somewhere around 930 snaps. He played a lot. Yeah. You said he played through a lot of injuries. The Eagles, one of their calling cards on defense is they rotate. They do not have one guy who plays a lot, and and really they were seven or eight deep last year in the defensive line. I think it's part of the reason why they were fresh in that fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Do you think that, A, Michael Bennett's going to be okay with that, not playing maybe every single down, and, B, that it'll help make him a more effective player when he's out there? I know it will, Joe. He was the best, and the Seahawks defensive line was the best they've ever had. In 2013, when Michael Bennett played fewer than 60% of the snaps, they had Chris Clemens, they had Red Bryant, they had Cliff Averill just arrived with Bennett. They were so deep on the defensive line that Bennett only played 60% of the time. That is not the case the last couple years. He's played 20 more percent of the snaps than the Seahawks wanted him to. He's played hurt. It's reduced some of his effectiveness, but it's way above the percentage of play snaps that the Seahawks wanted for him and when he was at his best. And that will help him in his – if he could play multiple years for the Eagles if he can get under 60% back down to where he was in his Super Bowl prime. It did not go by design here in Seattle that he played so much. It was out of necessity. I think that may be the biggest benefit for Michael Bennett going to Philadelphia is playing less, playing in specialized roles, as I mentioned, on third down inside, maybe not as many rundowns on first and second down outside like he did in Seattle – he can only flourish by playing less. He knows that. It's not as though he's going to be disgruntled by getting less playing time. 
Greg, so what's next out in Seattle? I mean, we look at – it's funny. You know, a couple of years ago, Seattle was the, the team to beat or one of the couple teams to beat in the NFC, and now the Eagles are that, and we're looking all around the conference to trying to figure out, all right, who's going to be the biggest challengers to the Eagles the next couple of years? Minnesota comes to mind. Obviously, you still have uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I still look at Seattle, and the Eagles lost out there, one of the few times they lost all year, you know, this past season, as a – a team that's always going to be viable at Russell Wilson, but things are changing. I mean, I've seen rumors that maybe Earl Thomas could go, Richard Sherman, certainly that might be the next one. What do you think is going to be the ultimate fallout from this offseason? Well, it sure looks like Richard Sherman's on his way out so they can save $11 million in cap space. He's never been lower in trade value than he is right now, coming off of surgeries to both of his Achilles, including a season-ending Achilles injury in November. It's the last year of his contract. He's about to turn 30. I can't see any team giving him more than a bag of kicking tees for him at this point, even though he's a three-time All-Pro. So they may cut him, and that's what the talk has been today. He's been saying goodbye to teammates on Twitter. His mom posted on Facebook, goodbye to Seattle. That would mean, I think, as the, a skyrocketing chance that Earl Thomas stays. He's also entering the last year of his deal in Seattle. He may be the guy that stays, and he and Bobby Wagner will be the, the – mainstays of the defense. Cam Chancellor may not be back because of a neck injury. He may never play again. Cliff Aver likely to retire for the same reason. This team is definitely in transition, Joe. No doubt about it. The Legion of Boom is not 25 anymore. They're now turning 30 expensive and hurt. And they aren't even the best team in their own division anymore. The Los Angeles Rams are the team they're trying to catch. They're the team with the now established quarterback and a running game and a defense and Aaron Donald and all-world defensive tackle and Todd Gurley. The Seahawks have to get to and past them before they can worry about challenging the Eagles' supremacy in the NFC. And there's no doubt this is a transition year where young players are going to have to do something that the guys like Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett used to do in Seattle and it's a much, much more of a crapshoot than it's been in the last couple of years. That's for sure. Things change fast in the NFL. Greg Bell from out in Seattle, the News Tribune. Greg, we really appreciate a few minutes tonight, and uh, I, I guess try to catch your breath. It feels like you're going to be busy this offseason. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Enjoy your Super Bowl offseason. I remember how that is. Oh, yeah, we Greg, we are. No, you, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> appreciate it. Greg Bell from the News Tribune out in Seattle. Good insight there, and he seems to think Michael Bennett will be received well by the team, both on and off the field. So if you, if you- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.